0: Hi beautiful, this is Amy, and I want to take just a brief moment to share with you an awesome upcoming opportunity. I'm joining 20 other international top experts, visionaries, authors, coaches, and healers to bring to you a seven-day virtual summit. It's free, it's amazing, it's full of information, inspiration, support, and gifts and I'm excited to share with you my chakra class. So this will be two-month access to my online chakra course where we talk about all the ins and outs of the chakra system and how it can support you. This is free, and the week will begin on August 17th, running through August 23rd. So you can visit amysikarski.com or spiritschoolonline.com And register so that you don't miss out on any of the gifts and opportunities. I look forward to sharing it with you and hope you enjoy this next episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sakarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysikarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi, this is Amy, and welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. Today, I have been guided to speak on the topic of imposters. And this has been something that's been going on in social media for quite some time now. But this morning when I was uh, connecting in with my guides and I kind of just said to them, let me know if there's any messages of the day. You know, how are things going? Is there anything that you have to share with me? And this whole conversation came about. So I made some notes after I came out of meditation and I want to review that. I want to review the conversation and the highlights that they shared with me. So the first thing they shared with me is something that I'm very well aware of. And in fact, last night when I was on social media, I saw, th- I think it was like three accounts pretending to be somebody else and all these other accounts that are not bought accounts because they were in the process of being created manually, but... There were new accounts coming up following some of my pages that had the label new on it, and they maybe had one or a handful of posts. Some had zero, and they would have like 20 people that they were following, but then maybe four or 500 people following them so or vice versa the numbers just did not match up at all and there's a lot of ways if you've been on social to catch and to see visually when something's off now that kind of a situation i'm like okay they're up to something they're building a network they're probably going to sell ads or sell the page or promote it so that was like just a whole other situation but then i'm finding pages impersonating other authentic accounts Real people, myself included, I've been impersonated. Where they take all of our posts and they take our videos and they take our photos of our face and us speaking and switch the spelling of the new account name just a little bit. And then they'll go on and they'll message everybody that follows me. And they'll follow them and message them and offer readings and they'll try and, you know, like make it into a service where it's paid. But if you're new to social media, you might not understand what's happening. I had some of my very closest friends from high school and friends from retreats that I've met in person that told me that they had these long, at-length conversations with somebody that they thought was me. And so it's very easy to be deceived. It's very easy to not really know who you're speaking with this day and age when we're busy a lot of information is um, shared online and you're not physically present there with the person so we're going to talk today about imposters not only on social but in life and in meditation and in spirit While we're speaking of social media, let me just share a few tips and then we'll flow into the next category. So if you're on social media, you want to look to see how many posts somebody has posted and how that compares to how many followers they have and how long they've been on the platform. The new accounts that come on can throw 20, 30, 50, 80 posts up all within like a day or a week. So make sure you check the history if you're ever questioning or doubting, you know, like, is this an authentic page? And the thing of it is if you find a page and you want to follow and it has amazing information and content and it's not impersonating another person, go for it, right? But the situation at hand is when there's deception and if they're pretending to be somebody else, especially when they're offering readings and they're asking for money. A lot of times, they will ask through a direct message for a PayPal donation, which, in my experience, cannot be refunded. Like once you send that, it's gone. Uh, same for Venmo; once you send it, it's very hard to get a refund. So, true and authentic readers, and coaches, and light workers, healers that offer services and i would say for other you know industries too um whatever they're offering a paid service or product that you would go through their website basically so you would want to go through the website to schedule or to purchase but um the other thing is just to make sure that everything lines up with the correct spelling of the name and you can look to see what kind of pages they're following. If you know me, there are certain pages that you know I would not follow. The same for your other favorite, you know, social media person um, or account. So if you see that this imposter page is starting to follow pages that are outside of the genre, that are really like, hmm, I don't know, that's another insight. Okay, so let's talk about imposters in life. So they're sharing with us right now that we have imposters in life in the physical that similar to social media impersonation. What they do is they go on and they can steal your identity through identity theft for credit cards or taking out loans, um, paperwork, anything that they might need to authenticate who they, well... (laughs) They're trying to authenticate a persona and take this person's information so that they can acquire something. And so you do have that in the physical realm. And they're talking about everything nowadays is so different than how it used to be. So much is going on online, so they're saying just like you would for online and for your credit score and protecting all of this, you would want to understand that that can happen in other areas of life so take the proper precautions to always check your credit score kind of check what's going on with your name and also if you own a home check to make sure that the title is in your name I've seen in the past where people have actually gone in and I can't remember the details but they take the title to a home and put it in a different account So now we're gonna flow into something really interesting and this is the aspect of meditation. So when you're meditating, you can access information and have experiences that might be somewhat confusing. Sometimes frequencies that come around are our own emotions, are aspects of our past life, are frequencies that come in through a cord or a streamer from somebody that we have a connection with or know. And sometimes we're quite aware that there's an energy present that isn't ours or doesn't belong in our space, and we can clear and cleanse that. Those are all areas that can be worked with once we understand what exactly are we working with here. So when we're meditating, and let's say you're working with a guide, you want to make sure that that is a true and authentic guide. If you're asking for information about your life path, If you're asking information about support, wisdom, knowledge, their preference, their advice, then you would want to make sure that this is a true spirit guide. And a spirit guide is a guide that has worked with you before your life, before you came into the body, and they will work with you throughout your life. And they'll greet you at the end to help you review your life. So they help plan. They help while you're here and they help you debrief and review at the end we have a whole group of guides and i often see three specific guides that are with clients and they are helping them through their whole life these are considered master guides and some people will come into a session and i see they have multiple master guides more than three but we can have a whole team of guides our master guides stay with us And then they might bring in specialty guides, or they might bring in runner guides. They might bring in other guides, guides that are in training. And those guides are there to help support you, and they're there to learn, and they're there to help support your team. So the benefit of working with your guides is that they know you. They know all about you. They know about your past lives. They know about your goals and intentions. They know about your challenges. They know about... The key elements of your future that you had designed for yourself to step into, and they help you to stay on course. We also have loved ones and angels that have crossed over, or um, guardian angels you would say, our family and spirit, and they can help us too, but they might not be as privy to all the details and information of your life plan. So when you're in communication, in meditation, it's nice to know who you're talking to and it's nice to know, oh, this was my grandma or my best friend just stepped in or there's a spirit that feels so full of love and light just like family and you feel comfort, guidance, support and protection, but you never give your power away. So it's like when we're talking with a friend here in the physical, we can ask them and share experiences and see what advice they have but we don't let them run and rule our life. They don't make the decisions for us. We make the decisions. And the same goes for working with your guides, working with loved ones on the other side, the guardian angel realm, and also the archangel realm. So what I've seen happen in the past, what can happen is if somebody misjudges a spirit as a guide when it's not because you can be in communication with a friendly spirit that is trying to help maybe somebody that's an earthbound spirit that has got lost and hasn't crossed over or didn't want to cross over quite yet. And they're trying to help, but they might not have all of the information uh, for your situation. So they might not have all of the information that's appropriate for your situation. And I've seen that. And in communicating with the spirit, that my friend thought was her guide. It was so, oh my gosh, my heart, like I just had so much compassion because the spirit really loved her. And she was like, I'm trying my best, but you know, she was like in over her head. She's like, I'm really trying my best to help her. I thought the advice I gave would help, you know, and work out and it did not. So I shared the information with my friend, helped that spirit cross over, so much love and gratitude for all that she tried to help with. And then I introduced my friend to her True Guides. So some might say, well, why did the True Guides allow this to happen? Well, they don't ever interfere with our free will. They're not going to step in and disconnect that from the spirit side if my friend was wanting to have conversations and did have a friendship with the spirit. So you really do wanna be consciously aware of the information that can come through. And we'll review a few tips about that in just a moment. But I wanna share that also, there have been imposter archangels, imposter ascended masters. There are all kinds of entities out there that you might come in contact with if you don't put the proper protocol and if you're not looking for the signs and we're gonna talk all about that. <laughs> but I just wanna share that it can be what you would consider to be an Ascendant Master, a spirit guide, a loved one that's crossed over, a guardian angel, an archangel, or even the energy of a friend or family member in this life. You might pick up a vibration and attribute it to them when it's really not. It is an imposter spirit or um, they're showing me like a twin, a similar spirit that has a lot of the similar frequencies and essences and qualities and characteristics, but it is not that person or that entity that you really think you're connecting in with. So often what we do when we're working with our guides is we will bring in the archangels and have them hold the space. And we, with our light and our autonomy and sovereignty, I'm hearing our dignity, we set the space, we fill it with light, we clear the room, we go into the frequency of love, the highest vibration of frequency and love and feel the space around us. And we ask for assistance for anything that should not be there, that is not a true guide or an angel working for us, that they can receive the proper assistance to be escorted away into the place that is best suited for them. Now, some people will try and say, oh, I crossed that spirit over. Um, And there's different terminology around that. But I want to be clear. Spirits have free will choice too. And if they don't want to go and cross over to the heaven realms, and if they want to stay earth side, they can. But what you have a right to do and to say and to request is that they do not impede in your energy in your space or that of your friends and family. And so when I am crossing spirits over, I talk to them about that. And if they're exceptionally, you know, um, a type of spirit that preys on people, I mean, I call the angels in straight away. (laughs) They'll take them to another place for the safety of others. But if it's a spirit that's just, you know, flowing around and enjoying life in a dimension that isn't physicalized, that's their free will choice. So we clear the space and in that aspect, we then invite in the highest light. I do like to work with archangels because I'm clairvoyant, clairsentient, claircognizant, clairalliant, clairaudient. I can see, feel, hear, sense the vibration of them, and I recognize that how they shift the space and how they shift the room. And they have come through so many times in helping with healings and helping with clearing confusion and distortion within the, um, my client, within the healing sessions and within the reading sessions. So I personally love to work with the Archangels and I like to work with the Ascended Masters as well. So, as I was communicating with my guides this morning, it was like, okay, you know, we can see areas for concern or areas and things that can happen that we want to be really discerning about. So, vetting spirits is an aspect of discernment. And what part of our energy helps us with discernment? Well, when it comes to our chakra system or our physical body and our sensory system, It will be the areas and the chakra at the third eye, heart, and gut that they showed me because you can have a spirit or you can receive information that comes around and you're trying to intellectually understand it. You're trying to cognitively look at it in all these different directions and you're trying to read it with your mind's eye. But if your mind's eye is clouded or blocked or weak and not strong, it's just like a lens. You want to have a really good focus. And you also want to be able to zone in and tune in to the different aspects and perspectives. So that's a part of the third eye. Heart, the same. Clarsentience is feeling. Do I feel safe in the sense that This feels loving, peaceful, natural, like home, smooth, clear, bright, strong, vibrant, right? Like this energy that's coming in. How does it feel and how does my entire body respond? So that is clairsentience with your heart. You're sensing, you're intuiting, you're using your spiritual discernment, your heart knows, your soul knows. (laughs) We know at the highest level and within, at the most intimate moments, we know the truth of things. So getting in touch with your heart can really help you and understanding and honoring and being very consciously aware of things. And this is where inner healing can take place and being truthful with ourselves and that helps strengthen the heart for discernment. Next is the gut, and we do a lot of thinking with our solar plexus, and we do a lot of intuitive feeling with our sacral, especially when it comes to relationships, so you feel it in your gut if something is right or not. And this would be when something is significantly off, you will feel it right away. I had a conversation with my friend the other day, and she was just telling me about um, you know, a story about something that she had heard. And all of a sudden, my whole body just seized up. Like it just got tighter and tighter. And I'm like, wait, do you, like, how did you feel when you heard this? Because I feel like I need to vomit. My system felt the injustice and the mistruth in this so intensely because the information that came through not only was it wrong, it was condemning somebody and I'm like that's no uh uh-uh you know and my body knew it's not that I felt so sometimes we feel information and we can feel the heaviness of it or we empathically can feel the emotion around it or what that could mean it wasn't that kind of a frequency it was a strong no that is not true and by sharing and vocalizing hey this is how I'm feeling I'm getting that that's not true." It actually helped her relax. And she's like, Thank you for sharing that because I initially felt that too. And as we were coming to that understanding that this was a mistruth, my energy began to go back to its space of, you know, resonating frequency with light, with truth, with love. And so we can receive information that is true, that is unpleasant, and we might feel into it. But you'll know, and when we work with discernment, it's all about practicing. It's all about actually like having the opportunities, being presented with the opportunities, seeing the outcomes, and starting to understand how our system receives information and how we analyze it. So discernment of spirit, discernment of information, discernment of somebody you just met and the mood that they're in, is all important in helping us get clarity and staying high vibrational in the sense that we keep our energy field really strong. And then our intuition and our clear senses are so on point that no matter what we're being told, or even sometimes what our physical eyes can see, we'll know something is off. And that's so important in this day and age with a lot of the confusion going on. And a lot of the energy kicking up with the release of um, you know, the old paradigm, we're transitioning into clearing that out, and we're transitioning into building a new, and in that process, there's a lot of frequency stirring around. So discernment is so important right now. Now, one of the best ways to help you find that you can get clarity of information through your clear senses is by clearing and healing your system and your space with sound. Sound is so important. It uses science. You're using tones, you're using wavelengths, you're using frequencies. And sound combined with a light is even more of an enhancement. So if you use the pure tone resonation, it begins to go into the chakras and vibrate any of the distortion out lift and clear away blockages and it can bring emotions and memories and thoughts up because these are things that we're being held on to and it can start to release cords and it can release hooks and it can begin to mend the aura they're actually showing me now working with sound intention light and the tuning forks particularly can heal your aura because you are bringing more authentically pure healing light in. And some might say, well, what does that mean, authentic? Isn't all light authentic? Well, light is light, but the frequency that you are bringing in for the healing of the aura is very specific, and that's what they're talking about. So working with the frequencies to fill your energy field and your intention of asking for any misalignments to be released, and for a healthy chakra system to come online, you can enhance that. You can enhance your requests and your dedication to your health and your healing within yourself by using crystals, sound, light, intention, affirmations, positivity, and all of these frequencies. So if you're new to energy work, if you're new to meditation, First of all, I would start with what is your intention? Bring in the aspect of clearing, find two or three tools to help you. I mean, (laughs) your intention is one tool right there. Very easy. And then you can bring in the intention of light, calling light, calling love, calling truth, wisdom, knowledge, strength, autonomy, calling your soul frequency. You are so magnificent. Your light is so strong and it expands beyond time and space. It's more than just this physical body and it's full of wisdom. So call on your higher self and begin working with some tools. You can work with essential oils. You can work with the elements like fire, bring in some fire energy with a candle and work with sound and begin to clear your space. That will help you to begin to come into contact with your emotional body, with your spiritual body, with your mental self, getting clarity and clearing out confusion and distortions. So some of the signs, some of the symptoms that we look for if an imposter spirit is around is first and foremost, the frequency that something is off. And imposter spirits can have, you know, 90% truth that they share. The same for imposter people. You know, what's the difference between a human and a spirit? I mean, a body? Is that it? (laughs) Like, you know, I mean, there can be, we can go off on another topic. There can be more categories. But basically, when you come down to it, anybody that is being malicious and devious can share 90% of truth or 90% of something, you know, that they know you're going to love and sneak in their 10% of something that would benefit them that is distorted or manipulating. And that's completely different than somebody that shares 90% of truth, but they themselves haven't figured out the last 10% and your friend wants to talk to you and you're working through things. We're not perfect, none of us are perfect, but there is a difference between being authentic, clear of who you are and our struggles and challenges and what we're working towards, versus saying, I know it all, or I am your spirit guide, let me help you, I'm an archangel, let me help you, and knowing that you are not that. So when we're talking about spirit world, these are imposters. And that's the importance, imposter, you know, that word is very strong and it's so important right now. So no matter who you are and how many experiences you've had in this life or the next, there are many of us who have had multiple opportunities to practice this spiritual discernment. And there are many of us who are just stepping into that. And this message is coming through at a really important time. And so um, I want to share in my book, The Ultimate Guide to Channeling, we talk about this. We talk about understanding who you're communicating with or what frequency you're tuning in with. And to get to that, the supportive aspect is to understand you, your own health, your own light, getting your chakras online so that you can activate all of your clear gifts and begin to strengthen them. So to clear and heal and strengthen the energy field, it goes hand in hand with the chakras. They support each other and that enhances your intuitive ability to discern energy and spirit. It actually acts as a protection because it gives you the heads up and you make the choice what energy to interact with, what to push away and stay clear with, and what to let in in your inner circle. So some of the signs that something would be off is if there's sudden and unexplainable sadness, sorrow, grief, deep pain, um, emotional pain, physical pain even. Um, Let's see, agitation, frustration. If all of a sudden, I mean, you've been having an amazing day, let's say, and nothing in your immediate surroundings in the physical world could even lend to you being all of a sudden feeling super sad, full of grief, or angry and confused, then I would say, okay, let's clear the energy. Start clearing the energy and look to this energy or feel the energy. Where is it coming from? Is it coming from outside of your energetic field? Is it coming through in a thought? Is it something that you're recognizing or you're remembering? Let's say that um, you have a memory come up. You can start to clear the energy around it. And if it doesn't completely clear, that could mean that this frequency coming in isn't exactly the energy that happened at that point in time that you're remembering, but it's something similar. So discern by first working with what is in your personal experience. Work with love. Work with the angels of light. Work with your higher self to release. Forgive, clear it out, say what you need to say, let your body speak to you, let the emotions come through. There are so many aspects of healing, find the ones and the modalities that work for you. Clear that out. If it's still present, then it can be something that doesn't belong to you. And if you want to skip right to it and you have a strong connection, you can ask, Is this mine or not? And see what comes through. You'll know because if you get the message that it's not yours and you try to clear it and it doesn't release, there might be an aspect within you that does resonate with that frequency for you to heal. And there's a difference between healing and clearing, right? I always say clearing is releasing clearing is letting go of, clearing is detaching, it's excusing, it's transmuting something that does not belong to you. And it could be something that you have been carrying for quite some time that you say belongs to you, but it really doesn't. Healing is different. Healing is repairing the damage that was done. Healing is repairing the hurt, the pain, the confusion, healing is bringing in love and light and healthy energy to reconstitute the aura, to strengthen the chakras, to repair the anatomy, to align the body physically, energetically, emotionally. So there's a difference here. When you are sound, whole and healed, grounded, full of light, centered and present within, you can really discern so much, and it doesn't knock you out and knock you over. So when something is off emotionally, or thoughts come at your mind and they keep playing on repeat, that's a clear example of a needing to clear and heal. And I would also say, what is that? Where did it come from? So entities and programming in the collective field can bring about thoughts that are not our own, that we might sit with and ruminate, and it can just begin to bubble and brew within us. Sound healing really helps to release that. And if you all of a sudden start to feel emotions or just icky, like something is off, sure sign to clear. So when you're in meditation or communication and you get a message and you feel these energies around it, uh, I do not believe that would come from a true authentic spirit guide, archangel, or your higher self. So work to clear that. And I would not take any advice or action steps from an entity or a message that I wasn't sure came in love. And you can receive information from the angels and from your guides in pure love that give you this um, understanding that you need to take an action to protect yourself and your space. And that can say, no, my, my decision is no. I could help a lot of people if I said yes, but it would be at the loss of my own health and safety. So I'm getting this for my highest good to say no, that this isn't a karmic experience that I am being guided to step into, and that's a personal boundary. That is safety protocol for you, for your health, and that's perfectly in alignment. Again, you can also get the message, it's time to release a relationship, move, change a job, and somebody might not understand it, and that's okay, but as long as like we are in alignment, we're clear, and we do so with a reverent way of it with a heart space compassionate way we don't have to give all the details but our heart will speak for us so if it's time to end a relationship let them know thank you so much for what we've gone through you know i'm being guided to the next chapter in life or or if it's a new career or a move whatever it might be it's all about the way that you hold and carry yourself and you can get these action items that you need to do, that to some, and based on how you do them, could come across as very hurtful. But if you are in a space of love, and if you express your authentic, truthful self in a really truthful, clear, receptive way, the other party will understand. And if they don't, they have some healing to do. So know that your guides will bring information to you and they will help you to transition and to enact these decisions that you're going to make in the most compassionate and healthy way because you could be given three different ways. They could share with you three different ways to take a step forward, and it's up to you. Essentially, it's your free will and how you do that. So going back to how you know if It's a true guide. Well, they're going to give you sound practical advice. They're going to show you things that you wouldn't have known. They'll give you a heads up. They can give you a heads up weeks in advance, days in advance, the moment of after an experience, give you a heads up. Oh, look back, think back to that. Something wasn't quite right. Or you have this amazing opportunity. And yes, on paper, it looks wonderful. And if you share it with others, they'd say, well, why wouldn't you take that opportunity? but your guides are like, "Mm, something's off, something's off with it. Or we have something better for you in the future, or it just doesn't flow for your particular purpose of your life path in this go around. And they'll give you all of these understandings. They'll share with you. They can share with you through memories, movies, songs, um, stories, billboards, They'll give you maybe angel numbers, or you can use oracle cards to get down to the true understanding of it. So there's a lot of ways. And it's just like prayer. I mean, we pray to express ourselves. We can pray to God. We can pray to ask for answers and just be really, you know, open and quiet and receive the information and how it comes through. So some of the signs that you can look at would be your emotional state of being when you're receiving information or giving information. How does that feel? And when you're setting up your space and you're going into meditation, how does the room feel before you connect in with yourself in a deeper way? Like let's say you're doing past life work or um, childhood clearing or ancestral work. You know, how does the space around you feel before you go into these emotions? And you want to be clear, and you want to be full of support, love, light, and peace, strength even, the strength to help you understand your power in the situation so that you can heal and work through it. Next, it would be the advice should be practical and understanding it. Now, some guides talk in different, um, like, grammatical sequencing (laughs) ways of speech, my guides do, but I understand it. I can look up a definition of a word that I hear and it makes complete sense. So if you don't understand, ask for clarity and make sure it makes practical sense to your earth reality and how you can implement that here in this body. And if it's more of a spiritual truth, there would be a way Even if it's working in the spirit world, through meditation, there is a way to alchemize energy. There is a way to access light codes and ground them in. So you would ask for that. And if you've asked, allow the time. They might show you books and videos and bring you to an informative TED talk or teachers. You know, they'll bring the information through. They might need a day or a week or something, right? So allow for it before you take any action. Be open to letting it breathe for a moment. Be open to letting your guides have the opportunity to bring the information through in a variety of ways. So next up manifestations, if they share with you something, it should be able to be physicalized and manifested in this reality. If they're helping you with something in this reality, so Just make sure that it makes sense for the frequency, the realm, and the reality that you are in. And hey friends, if you're here and you're listening in a physical body, this applies to you. It needs to make sense for the physical world. So if there's a spirit around not in a body, same thing. Make sure it makes sense for the dimension that you're in. But most of the spirits that are around are either guides but if you're a spirit listening and you haven't crossed over, you might reach for the light to cross over because there's so much more opportunities after you have your life review. So these are just a few of the signs. And if you're interested in enhancing your energy field, working with your team and spirit, which can be family, friends, guardians, spirit guides, councils of beings, star beings, angels, Um, let's see, spiritual animal kingdom, the elemental realm, ascended masters, the archangels. Like It's just a beautiful variety of support that we can have, but understanding the frequencies, who you're working with, their roles and responsibilities, and all of that, you really might enjoy my book, The Ultimate Guide to Channeling practical techniques to connect with your spirit guides. And we talk about the aspect of our own energetic health and discernment. And there's many meditations to help you make a connection to your own energetic field, your own emotional body, healing, clearing, and strengthening it so that you can understand who you're working with and speaking with. So some of the other aspects to understanding if the information you're receiving sounds sound, pure, healthy, supportive, and true. If you're still confused, or if this is a really big decision, then get advice from a trusted friend, therapist, another reader, a healer. Get advice. You wanna get the views and perspectives from another set of trusted eyes. And one tip is if you have a really big decision to make or you're still unsettled and not quite sure, you know, get information or perspectives and support from a handful of people and then hear their insights, be open to their perspectives, stay very neutral to the advice that they're sharing and see what lines up and what feels right to you and so the beautiful aspect of all of this is that by understanding the frequencies of an imposter and your true guide once you get that like you'll always know you'll always know the frequencies and it will help you to increase your intuition and it's an enhancement to your spiritual discernment and it all starts within and it all starts with being consciously present awake and aware and awake and aware means eyes open you're you're aware you're observing you're open to possibilities you are not pushing or pulling you're observing and you're being discerning and you're being i would say the sense that i get is like kind of quiet for the moment and concerned but not worried. You're listening, you're receiving, you're digesting and processing, and then you're going to know or you're going to feel the frequency of the question that you have that gives you that answer. And over time, you'll be able to take that moment, this opportunity that you just had to enhance your inner wisdom, your clear senses, and the discernment that you have and apply it to all kinds Of interactions, decisions, and aspects of life moving forward. So I hope that this really helped you today. There are many recordings of crystal bowls and mantras and um, Tibetan bowls, the tones of the chakras, high vibrational music that you can play to start clearing your space and your energy field. And if you have the opportunity to work with a physical instrument, that would be amazing. It really does add to the healing and the enhancement of your intention. So you can work with crystals and sound and light and aromatherapy to assist you in strengthening your intuitive abilities. Also affirmations and mantras mantras are wonderful and amazing so kind of just feel into all of these opportunities that are there to support you see what one you're most interested in and you can implement that in your own personal practice as you move forward in your spiritual discernment thank you so much beautiful friends i'll see you again on the next episode of the spirit and soul healing podcast this is amy i hope you've enjoyed the spirit and soul healing podcast and i'm so happy to share with you that i'm offering a special for one-on-one sessions for the holidays so this is going to be a limited time and if you would like to sign up for a personal session with me for an energy therapy experience or an angels and aura reading you can head over to amysikarski.com and find all the details there I look forward to working with you and I'll see you all again on the next episode.